0: Work Wonders podcast, brought to you by Asta HR, where we
1: simplify the human side of business. I'm Angela. And I'm Susan. Let's dive into today's episode and find out what you've been wondering about. Today's episode is our last for this season and for this year. So we're going to take the opportunity to reflect on what's happened in 2023, not just for us, but in the wider world of work, and think ahead for 2024 and what we've got coming up. This is the Work Wonders podcast. Merry Christmas, Susan. Oh, same to you,
0: Angela. So we're almost there. Christmas is almost. upon us. We're nearly ready
1: to go to the beach. <laughs> ah, I heard someone talking about the November disease. Oh, yeah, tell me. Oh, it's like. When you think, if I can just make it to Christmas, yeah. I'll survive. <laughs> yes. I've had thoughts like that. Then I, I can say. have a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: this crazy deadline, isn't it? We all think we need to get everything done before Christmas.
1: But... Yeah, that's like January and February don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and when, in fact, they're really good times for getting stuff done. True, mm. true. Talking about getting stuff done, we've got a lot, a
0: lot done this year in 2023. It feels like we? it. Yeah. yeah. It feels like that the time's just flown by, but I know that it's been filled with a lot of things. We we started our year with a brand new name and a brand new website and, and all that. And exactly. we are working
1: together under AsterHR, HR, which is really exciting. And as of the end of June, Balance of Work is no more. Yeah. So here we are, Aster HR. Quite the difference. Work yeah. Wonders podcast brought to you by AsterHR. HR. That's it. That's yeah. it. Which is great.
0: Yeah, it's been lots of fun and we've loved working together, so more of that to
1: come. Uh, we've had a few exciting events and a few other things that have been happening for yeah. Astor HR. We have. So you want to talk about those? We started the year
0: um, dressing up for a lovely awards event in our Hawkesbury region and we were lucky enough to win the um, Excellence in Professional Services category in the Hawkesbury Business Awards. We were also finalist in the Australian Women's Small Business Champions Awards in their professional services category as well. And um, just last weekend, we were also a finalist in the same professional services category in the uh,
1: Altitude Awards as well. So lots of awards that we've been part of. Yeah, keeps things interesting. <laughs> and there's also a, a sense of accountability related to that as well, isn't it? Because it yeah. leads you to reflect on the business and it's a great opportunity what to the do achievements that. have been.
0: There's often also an independent judging panel that have a look mm. at all your everything <laughs> about your business and it's, um yeah, quite an accomplishment to see that that's um, a value from eyes that, you know, aren't in it every day.
1: Hmm. And you and I have both been involved in various business community roles, I guess you would call it?
0: That's right. Yeah, we both are involved in the chambers in our relevant areas, a couple of those.
1: So we're talking about Penrith Chamber and Hawkesbury Chamber yes, of Commerce? Yes, we are. Yes. Yeah?
0: So I took on a role as the secretary for the Hawkesbury Chamber of Commerce and I know you've continued this year in facilitating um,
1: one of the collective groups. That's the one? Yeah, the fortnightly um, mastermind group. Mm, yes. The Penrith Chamber.
0: Great to be part of those. And we've also been involved in lots of speaking engagements as well this year. Mm -hmm. So as we talked about in one of our last episodes, we were at a conference, the um, Women with Altitude Conference this year. We also have spoken at the alternative board events. We've been asked to go and speak on their panel,
1: Blue Mountain City Council. I think the point about all those <laughs> mentions is is not just to blow our trumpet <laughs> but to let you know that we are in touch with businesses and, you know, that's where we're getting a lot of our, you know, inspiration from. Absolutely. Um, both trying to help mm. businesses like yours but also learning what the challenges are that yeah. everyone's facing at the moment. So talking about Astro HR and the podcast – We've done 21 episodes this year. We have. So I think
0: that takes us over the 50 now in total.
1: Oh, that was like our big milestone. It was. It not a big benchmark. Yeah. When we first started, we were told, well, once you make 50 episodes, then you can really say it's a thing.
0: It's a thing now. So it's a thing now, everybody, <laughs> and thank you for listening. And it's going to keep being a thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so uh, we've settled on the two seasons a year, uh-huh. which seems to – Suit everybody well, including us being able to turn them out. Yeah. And how many downloads have we had now, Angela? Uh,
0: The last time I checked, which was a short while ago, was 450 or over 450 downloads. So I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, We. Certainly notice it growing Yes, so every month there's more and more people coming on board. So yeah. if you know anyone who you think should be listening and isn't, please let them know about yeah, it. Yeah, please share it. And we do keep track of those stats. We like to listen to what
0: you're listening to and we can see that from the amount of downloads. So we know that you're loving the interview style episodes and mm-hmm. um, things like that. So we'll definitely be bringing you more of what you're looking for. But use that option on our website to let us know. If you've got a question or you've got things that you want to, you know, a topic or a person you want us to speak to, let us know and we'll bring it to you.
1: Yeah, because we're making it for you. Um, Maybe we should
0: say what we're grateful for as well, who's, who's come along with us for the ride yes, this year. They've been thank definitely you. special people. First and foremost, our listeners. Yes, definitely. Okay. Thanks so much for being along with us and making the podcast what it is. Well, there'd
1: be no point without you. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we love all the feedback that we yeah. get and it really um, helps keep us going and inspires yeah. us to know that we're providing useful content for our listeners. Yep, absolutely. And then, you know, our broader business networks who have encouraged us to keep yeah. going and you know, keep producing this. Yep. And also our networks with Aster HR mm-hmm. and our clients there.
0: Absolutely. And thanks um, to those as well that have come with us on the journey as things have transitioned. Mm. And we're now working together under Asta. Thanks so much for staying with us. Yes. Joining thank you. us on that journey. And also the team at Launchpad here as well that help us with the podcast. Absolutely. Did you know that we have lots of free resources available to you on our website? Things like templates that you could download or a checklist for a process or even recordings of our previous workshops if you're looking for help in a particular area or just some inspiration check out the resources page on our website astahr.com.au and now it's back to the episode
1: this year lucky for us there's been a lot of changes in IR legislation just a bit yeah So So we've had the secure jobs better pay. I think there was, I don't know,
0: over a dozen probably things that that changed over the course of the year.
1: Yeah, and a lot of them um, seemed like small things, but you need to know and check that you're in line with them and you're compliant with what's what's happened. Um, Then we have the respect at work, uh, all the changes there that have come in
0: you know that was brought in in around December 2022 but there was a bit of a grace period where you mm. had that time to get used to it and how you were going to handle this positive duty what you're mm. going to do about it but December 2023 it's now compliance mm. you, know, you need
1: to be held liable if you're not compliant so um, and then similarly with psychosocial hazards yeah So a lot of responsibilities on business owners and managers. Um, We've got the paid family and domestic violence leave that now all employees are entitled to.
0: And there was changes to annual leave in a shutdown as well. You know, we experienced that in COVID, shutdown Mm. (laughs) was something we all, well, most of us had to do. So they put temporary measures in place across different awards and instruments so that people could do that and do what they needed to. But they've made the decision now that you can't force a person to take unpaid leave over something like a Christmas period
1: where you might shut down. If half of what we're talking about or or more sounds like so much gobbledygook, yeah. <laughs> scroll back through the episodes and get yourself some more details True. and, you know, you can find out what, what we're on about and how it might affect you.
0: We've also got a really handy checklist. So if you'd prefer to have it in a printout, something you can check off and, and use or share with people yeah. in your business, we've got a freebie on our website. If you go to the resources page on our website, it's a HR compliance
1: checklist. Go and grab that today. So that's at asterhr.com.au.
0: We've also just seen a lot of changes in the workplace um, across this year as well. I think it's safe to say that working from home is not going anywhere. In fact, we're seeing hybrid work becoming the norm, would you say, Susan?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I guess that's feeding into what we're seeing in recruitment Mm. as well and Mm -hmm. the expectations Certainly candidates, um, as I think we've mentioned previously, are applying for jobs and asking up front, mm. you know, will I be able to work from home yeah. at least part of the time? And we're getting people withdrawing because they're not, they're not getting what they want. Yep, yep. Flexibility is definitely up there. Mm. What are other changes you've noticed in recruitment?
0: Um, I think the way of attracting people. So what I'm thinking of there is – Are you going to the source of where people are? You know, gone are the days where you could just put out a newspaper advertisement or definitely just something on your website, actually thinking about where you're placing your job advertisements.
1: Mm. And in some cases being really proactive about it. Absolutely. Um, I know we've talked in an earlier episode about people joining chat groups on Mm -hmm. Facebook where they know their potential candidates hang out so they can get a feel for who might be um, good to come and work with them.
0: And the rise of the employee value proposition, which I think we've talked about in a previous episode, which is about doing all those activities of sharing how great your workplace is to work in, even when you're not recruiting. Oh, exactly. You might be doing posts or different things, you know, we're celebrating this today with our staff, or here's a day in the life of this role and, and those sorts of things, so people are
1: engaged. and and listening to your story and wanting to work with you. Mm. So building your reputation so that you may find that people are coming to us to work with you rather than you going out to the market. Absolutely. Imagine how much money that's going to save you. (laughs) (laughs) There's also different ways of selecting now. We've been involved in a project where there was group interviews. Yeah, Yeah, that was really
0: interesting. Um, Yeah, so being flexible in your approach is a good thing and thinking Mm. about – You know, meeting people where they're at, I think, because unfortunately it's still a really tight job market and, uh, you know, we would encourage you to work quickly and and meet people, you know, with what they're looking for where you can um, to find that good match because it's tough. It still is really tough.
1: What about induction? Have there been changes there that you've noticed
0: As I think about the remote workforce,
1: that's definitely impacted things. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: So I know of some clients that are using an online version that's bringing across everybody into the same platform. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, finding different ways for that to work when you've got a hybrid workplace is different. And and bringing elements of that into even the recruitment process, you might say, you know, that that really early stage before someone even starts, giving them information at that point to – keep them engaged, because often there's that little window where you go, okay, the job's yours and you'll start in two weeks. Yeah, that's right. That's that's (laughs) that kind of weird period of like, okay, but I'm still in the old job, (laughs) you know, and keeping them engaged that way.
1: Yeah, because there's many a, what is it, slip between cup and lip too sometimes, you know. (laughs) Something more attractive comes along in that two-week period and you haven't sold the job well enough. Yeah. Um, All of this that we're talking about, should be taken as a a uh, sign that you need to work on your retention as well.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's much cheaper to keep those you have than find yeah. someone new.
1: So people are really tuned into the organizational values, the culture, you know, what what's the organization going to do for me? Um, which is all part of the employee value proposition that yeah. you're talking about.
0: So we've looked back on the year that was in twenty twenty three. What's ahead in twenty twenty four, Susan? What is it? <laughs> can
1: you tell? Me? Hang on, I'll just get out my crystal ball <laughs> and I'll see if I can tell you. Um, as you know, Angela, we refer to Gartner a bit some, yeah. you know, in some of our podcasts um, because they do some great research, and they have done a lot of research on what the business priorities are going to be mm. in terms of HR in twenty twenty four. I still am having trouble yeah, saying twenty twenty four. You got to get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> so number one on the list, um, reported from thousands of people that they surveyed, was leadership and management development, mm-hmm. and that is partly because the leaders and managers are going to be required to cope with more and more responsibility, yeah. higher and higher expectations from boards and and shareholders and customers and everybody else.
0: Yeah, and I'd add to that the idea of managing a hybrid workplace. We talked about that in one of our Mm. earlier episodes and not just learning how to lead a team in the Mm. traditional sense, if you want to call it that, but now leading those that are absent from a workplace or virtual or people that are actually there physically and, and all those nuances that go with that.
1: Yeah, so I'm sure many of our listeners will agree that there needs to be more of a focus on that. Leadership management development piece. Uh, number two on the list was organisational culture.
0: Mm, okay, so that's, again because of the workforce being spread out. Yeah, spreader. there's
1: there's that, and just that um, need for connection. You yeah. know, people. Yeah. The more connected we are, the less <laughs> the more disconnected we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so people needing to feel connected both to each other, but to something, some higher purpose. Yeah. Um, which work can provide. The third priority on the Gartner list was HR tech. Ah, uh, yes, so AI. Yeah, and yep. also, you know, using um, technology to do a lot of the um, the grant work, if you oh, like, yeah, yeah. in terms of running an organisation on the people side. so Yes, actually,
0: yeah. I was reading a new- – sorry to cut you off – okay. I was reading a newsletter the other day around the software that we use for recruiting – And they're bringing AI into that to find ways that even recruitment can be streamlined using AI. Yeah, so
1: um, it's not just AI, Angela. (laughs) (laughs) It is the buzzword at the moment. It is, isn't it? (laughs) But just the whole technology of you know trying to manage your staff and making sure everyone's on the same page, everyone's getting the same message. And that relates not just to the um, human resources side, you know, the policies and procedures, the recruitment, the retention, the the performance management and all that sort of thing, but also payroll and how that's managed. You know, we're seeing more and more apps, people being able to do everything on their phone. Yeah. Um, You, like me, can probably see drawbacks with that.
0: Oh, yes. But there's some wonderful things too, like the integrations, there's,
1: Absolutely. There's some apps that you can use for
0: timesheets, for example, that mm. integrate with all the different awards. Now, I mean, that takes the head, takes away the need to calculate yourself, or takes yeah. away the headaches. <laughs> you know, um,
1: of trying to figure out all the different nuances with the award. Yeah. So we're talking about introducing new technology and then you know, understanding the risks and benefits of that. Which leads nicely into priority number four, which is change management. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I guess we
0: could always do better at that. Yeah. It's not an easy one.
1: Interestingly, and this relates back to culture and leadership as well, is that um, one of the things that Gartner is saying that organisations need to take into account is change fatigue. So they found that 50% of employees don't trust their organisations and part of that is the constant and layered change, so change upon change. Right. And what used to happen in the past was, okay, we're going to introduce A mm. and we go through the process of introducing A and mm. then that's done now, so let's do B. You know? okay. We may change B, but now we're getting changes A, B, C, D, E, all mm. happening at once. So that it's a high still, expectation yeah. on people to deal with that. And then the final um, priority for 2024 that Gartner identified from this survey was the need for career management and internal mobility. So this is, I think, an issue. We might do an episode on this next year Hmm. um, for a lot of smaller businesses because there's that sense of, well, I can't really offer a full career plan because we're too small to be able to have that. So that's something to consider about whether that might be a priority for you in terms of retaining staff.
0: Yes, and what other ways could you do that if you can't do it internally? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's discuss that more in 2024.
1: <laughs> That'll be the, <laughs> the, the catchphrase, let's do more in twenty four. So what about us? What's going to happen in 2024?
0: Oh, well, you know, we'll be here. we'll still be talking to you podcast is still going to happen we'll still have two seasons next year and during those seasons it'll be every Monday for our episode Mm -hmm. Um, we would still love to hear your questions definitely so please still send them in via the ASTA HR website if you have questions to submit to the show likewise if you have a topic or a a suggested person that we should
1: interview please yeah we're lining up our interviews now for next year Got some um, great people already in line, yep. <laughs> shall we say? Yeah, because we love the interviews. You know, we <laughs> yeah. to show that.
0: We will continue to use our experience from our work with our people, or that we're working with, or um, people that we have in our business networks that are real life examples, and we'll continue to use that as inspiration for the show. And, Definitely um, and bring that to you, and of course, keeping you informed as things change. We've seen a lot this year. I've brought that all to Do you think we'll get a break or are we go, <laughs> it's going to be that layered change, yeah, right? Yeah, you talked about change. Yeah. Look, maybe we get a breath to just make sure it's all implemented. I, I will see. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, you never can tell with this government, but we'll, we'll continue bringing that information as it comes up. So you're always informed and um, prepared for what you need to know. So a big thank you again to you, our listeners, for joining us for 2023 on the
1: podcast this year. We hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, we've enjoyed it. So we hope you have. Um, it's been great to have you on board. And we wish you a happy and safe festive season. Absolutely. Merry Christmas and enjoy some time off, hopefully, from work.
0: Please. A bit of a break and um, reinvigorate yourselves and get back into it. And we'll see you in 2024. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.